快点进屋里去！嘘嘘嘘，快快！那我要去家里进屋。快快要去嘘嘘我快一点。Is he coming in? Quiet, well, I don't know why we have to be quiet. We got to surprise him. It's not even his birthday. Shh, quiet. That's the surprise. Hello, hello, hello. Let me test the microphone, sure. Hello, 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 hello. Is this microphone on? Testing the microphone. I'm testing the microphone. I gotta get. We're gonna surprise Jet for his birthday podcast. Oh, he just texted. Look at that. He says, "I'm stuck at a thing with the thing, and I'll be there as soon as I get the thing." Okay, but you know what? What do we? Do? You know. Uh, when when he comes in, we do surprise, and and then who has the cake? Cake? Oh, you got cake? I didn't get cake. I didn't get cake. Who? Well, who got the cake? Well, Billy, you're the you're you're the intern. Yeah, you're the intern, Billy. I I must agree with them on this one, Billy. Well, nobody told me that I need to get a cake or anything. I mean, you guys, you got the presents, though, right? I didn't get him nothing. Ditto. I was going to do a special announcement for his. Podcast. That was going to be my gift. So we're going to surprise Mr. James. Just James. 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 Chat. Just Chat. Chat. Tat. Tat. Yeah, that's fine. With a big birthday surprise for his podcast, and yet we don't have anything to give him. Yeah, that sounds right. Nailed it. Ta-da. Okay. I feel like we should go get him something. Yeah. Here, give him. Yeah. Here, give him this. It's Obi Wan Kenobi bobblehead. Well, you just pulled that up just from it sits on his desk, anyways, Mister Hank. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Yeah, it's signed by him, but let me smear that off. No, no, don't do it. I don't think you should do. No, don't do that, Hank. What? Now、nah, we can all sign it, and instead. Well, I think I hear him. I hear him. He's coming to the car, the garage. I just heard. All right, everybody, quiet, 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 quiet. Shh, go quiet, quiet. None of us were saying anything. Yeah, whatever. Here he comes. He's coming in. Hey, what? Surprise! 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 Right then, you who? I guess we should have worked on the one, two, three. What is what is going on? In, oh, you oh, well, that's very nice, guys. You're surprising me for my birthday, for the、uh, episode of the podcast. Yeah, we thought you know big uh, big uh, surprise thing. Well, that's very sweet. That's very nice. And we have a we we don't well we actually we don't have a cake or a present or anything for you. Oh. But here, here's. But、uh, yeah, here's here's an Obi Wan Shmobi、uh, bobblehead. Well, that's it's actually that's my Obi Wan Kenobi bobblehead, Hank. Yeah, we got it for you though. We didn't. What did you guys? Hey, what did you guys do to it, Hank? You smeared off my name and put Hank on here. Yeah, it's worth more that way. No.、Oh. All right. Well, guys, I appreciate the effort for the.、Um, Birthday edition, I guess, of my podcast. If that's if that's what you were going for, yeah, you know, a big、uh, birthday、uh, celebration podcast. Okay, well, thanks. Happy birthday! No, don't sing it because we have to pay. Oh, do you? Yes, James. You look like a zoo in the monkeys. That's not how it goes. And many more on Channel Nine. That's not how it goes either. I have nothing to add to this song. Neither do I. Happy birthday! Oh, okay. Thanks, guys. All right. Well,、uh, I mean, I mean, Mr. Announcer Guy, you might as well、uh, announce the show then. 
Ladies and gentlemen, birthday boys and girls, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast, talking to myself, the Jackcast, episode 32. Today on the show, Jack talks, uh, I have no idea, because we surprised you, I have no idea what you're actually going to say, but I'm sure he'll say something good. Yeah, I'm sure I will. Here he is, James Arnold Taylor. Thank you, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it, birthday boy. It was actually yesterday. Whatever. I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go too. Hank. Hank. Okay, but uh, Mr. James, Mr. James, you need anything for the show? No. Right. I'm going to leave as well. But maybe later we'll do a get-to-know-chat birthday edition. Whatever, Reginald. You didn't call me Reginald, don't call me Reggie. No, it's my birthday gift to you. Right. Thank you. All right. And there they all are. Well, that's interesting. Um, so, okay. Uh, so welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I am James Arnold Taylor. Uh, this is uh, my podcast, I w- which I wasn't, I wasn't actually even planning on doing uh, an episode here when I got home, but uh, they're already running all of it, and they gave me a big surprise, and so I guess I will uh, do an episode of the podcast. It is the day after my birthday. It is July 23rd, which is a Tuesday. My birthday is July 22nd, every year, always has been. <laughs> 8.45 p.m. is what my birth certificate says, uh, as far as when I was born. 8.45 p.m., July 22nd. 1969. So, uh, 24 hours after they landed a man on the moon, I landed on Earth. And uh, so there you go. That's kind of neat. Me and uh, the moon landing, um, or the supposed moon landing. Now, please, come on. I know, and some of you listening may n- believe that that's not even real, but I don't, I don't know. I watch Mythbusters. They proved it all to be true, so... Um, but anyways, ooh, and I, you know, I was on a plane going to uh, Atlanta Comic Con, and uh, I was watching MythBusters Junior. Have you seen MythBusters? Myth, that's hard to say. MythBusters Junior. That's a new show with Adam Savage. Love Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman and Tori and Carrie and Grant. I love the MythBusters. So my favorite TV. I think it is an absolute crime. It is criminal. Criminal Discovery Channel. Do you hear me? It's criminal that you took it off the air. Bring back the Mythbusters. They could have done 20 more seasons. I love that show. I just love that show. You know why I love it? See, this is, I was just, you know where I was coming from, by the way, everybody. I just had lunch with my good friend, Tom Wilson. You all know Tom Wilson, a very famous actor. He is famous. He is a pop icon. You may know him from Freaks and Geeks where he played uh, the, the, the coach uh, to uh, Bill and then, uh, you know, all the, all the kids. And he was fantastic. Fredericks, Coach Fredericks, wasn't he? Yeah. And then he was in, um, well, he's been on many things. He was on Legends of Tomorrow, the DC Legends of Tomorrow on Netflix. You can see him now on that, where he plays a uh, um, the father to one of the characters on the show and the big government cover-up stuff. He works for the government and all that. And, um, and he has done many other things. And he was in those Back to the Future movies too. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, It just happened to be. And let me say this about Tom Wilson and Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3, the most underrated actor in those films. And I would tell Tom that to his face. Uh, Most underrated because he's actually just given it his all, man. And Back to the Future 3, he learned to ride horses like 
like nobody's business and spin and shoot and quick draw a gun, that's all real. When you see him quick draw on that thing, that's him. He learned all of that from like some of the greatest, uh, the greatest quick draw guy of all time, the old, old timer Western guy. And he learned all that stuff. And he, the other thing you got to remember is in half of those movies, half of his conversations are with himself with split screen, you know, where they were putting him in because one, one age and one, another age. And man, he did a great job in those underrated hard stuff to do. Uh, so many, uh, if you're interested in the Tom Wilson experience and story buy his book, go buy it. Okay. Go to amazon.com and buy his book. And we are going to talk about another book at Amazon, but, um, amazon.com and get the masked man get it as an audible if you want as the um audio version because i recorded that in my home studio with tom and it's a wonderful uh wonderful audiobook it's great to hear him read it i recommend you get the audio version but you can buy the actual book as well you can get it on on um uh, kindle and such and it's it is a wonderful book and he talks all about his career as an actor in showbiz and he he brings a little fantasy and fiction into it along with telling the real stories of his life. And it's a beautiful story and I highly recommend it. So this first part of the show is going to be sponsored by The Masked Man, Tom Wilson's book. And then the back half is going to be sponsored by my friend Alan Arnold's book, The Story of With. And then maybe uh, somewhere in the middle, we'll sponsor my book, Jat 365. It's just go to Amazon. Look, go to amazon.com and get those books. There you go. Your life will be so much better. If you get uh, The Masked Man by Tom Wilson, The Story of With, a Better Way to Live, Love, and Create by Alan Arnold. And then Jat365 for daily inspirations. Look at that. You, just go to Amazon and order up all of those. I bet, you know, I bet if you did that, let's see. I'm going to do it. Watch. Let's just see what happens. Let me tell you what it would cost. Because I know money's tight. I get it. Look, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Money, money is tight. But if you're looking for gifts for people, get them good stuff like this, man. Um, so let's see. Uh, Tom Wilson, the masked man. Okay. Six, nine, six forty nine on Kindle, the masked man, a memoir and fantasy of Hollywood. Okay. So not even seven bucks, maybe seven bucks after tax. I don't know if there's tax on that, but that way. Okay. The masked man, Tom Wilson. Okay. Or you can get the audiobook for 14 bucks, 1397. Okay, then you go and you get Alan Arnold, Alan Arnold, the story of with, and you can get that as a paperback for sixteen ninety nine. You can get the audiobook also for fourteen bucks, or the Kindle for seven ninety nine. So if you got the Kindles of both, if you're like a Kindle person, fourteen bucks you're in on both of those books. Uh, then, then, then you go and you say. Let's do this. James Arnold Taylor, JAT 365. Then you get JAT 365, 365 inspirations. It is uh, $15.95 paperback because I don't have a Kindle version of it because that would be silly. I think it would be silly to do a daily because uh, this book is a daily devotional book. So why would you, you know, get the audio version of it and listen to it? It would be weird. Uh, so there is no audio version of my book. But uh, look at that. If you did all of those, 30 bucks, you can get all of them for 30 bucks. 
if you bought the paperbacks of of each or the audio versions of each, that's like 14 bucks each. Okay, so 45, right? Total inspiration for your entire year. That's pretty good. All right, so this is kind of a, a, a multi-sponsorship uh, episode of the JATCast, the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Alan Arnold's The Story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love, and Create. Get it on Amazon. Uh Tom Wilson's The Masked Man. Get it on Amazon. And if you're if you're feeling sassy and you still got a couple bucks to spend, James Arnold Taylor's Jat365 on Amazon.com. All right. There you go. So welcome to the podcast. I uh I have been a lot of places and seen a lot of things since we last spoke. Well, I spoke and you listened, I guess. It's kind of weird though, isn't it? A lot of people say to me when they listen to this podcast, they feel as though they're just having a conversation with me. I like that. I think that that's great. That's the whole point, isn't it? Man, man, hey man. Uh, it's a scene, man. So you feel like you're just kind of hearing stories and stuff. So I went to Atlanta, to Atlanta Comic-Con and I signed autographs and took pictures with people and met a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot of wonderful people. If you're one of the wonderful people I met at Atlanta Comic-Con, thank you. Thank you for coming up and seeing me. So many of you that I met, we talked about uh, drinking water, the importance of water. A lovely uh, lady came up and we talked about my podcast and she said how much she enjoyed it. And that, um, and then uh, she, was, she was happy that I'm always saying to drink water on the podcast. So by the way, are y'all drinking water? Let me get my water. I'll be right back. See, I didn't have my water ready because I was just walked in. I wasn't, again, I wasn't planning on doing a podcast. They, they all surprised me. Oh, that's good water. My water was in the kitchen. So my recording studio here in the house at the uh, Jat home is just, so the garage is there and then you come into the house from the garage and there's a bathroom and our mud room and then there's my studio is like the first thing you see and then you go down a hallway and then there's the kitchen. So I had to walk down the hallway into the kitchen and through the classroom, we have a classroom because we homeschool our daughter. Oh, you're learning so much about James Arnold Taylor on this podcast today, aren't you? All right. So anyways, a lovely lady said, yes, I'm so glad that you uh, talk about the importance of drinking water. So drink some water. This show, this podcast, this experience, it's an experience really, isn't it? It's a chance for you to learn a little bit about yourself, uh, uh, push yourself in new places and ways, and hopefully be entertained as well. Because I've got some crazy people that work for me on this show. Hank the engineer, for one, being one of the first, some of the first ones. If you're new, if you're brand new to this show, see, a lot of people will start listening. I'm getting emails from people saying, I started listening to your show. If you're brand new to this show, you may be a little confused with all these voices and characters and who they all are. I recommend going back and starting from the beginning so you learn who everybody is. The show is called Talking to Myself. So all the characters on the show are me. I don't hide it. But if, if you don't, you know, you, there's history to each one of them and it's kind of fun to know each one so hank the engineer you know hey hank hey how you doing hello 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 let me test the microphone hello 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 he tests the microphones for me he gets it all set up billy is my intern and billy comes in and yes mr james just james sir james a lot no it's okay great and um he gets me things and does the internship for the show he wants to be a voice actor someday so i'm teaching him the ways of the ways of the voice and um and then there's uh, Reginald, don't call me Reggie, who is a British fellow. Reginald, don't call me Reggie. That's Reginald right there. Yes, James. I'm going to ask you in-depth questions about your life. Um, and uh, Mr. Announcer Guy, Mr. Announcer Guy comes in and introduces the show. And he's, he's a big, lovable lug. 
There's um, Franklin, my agent. We could call up Franklin, but uh, we won't bother calling him up. But if 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 Franklin was on the phone, let me just on the phone. Franklin. Hello, darling. Oh, I was I was so excited. I toot. There's Franklin. Thanks, Franklin, for uh, uh, calling up. Uh, let me uh, talk to your son, Brian, there for a minute. Let me go get Brian. Brian! What? Brian! What? Talk to, talk to James Anna Taylor. Why? Because he wants to say hello. He wants to put you on the podcast. Well, I'll go on his podcast, but I don't want to talk to him. Let me see. Hello? Hey, Brian. What's up, Toby? Nobody. All right, thanks. So that's uh, that's Brian and Franklin, and uh, and then there's um, Ferris. If we call Ferris from the billiard zone, hey man, how you doing? Ferris, how are you, man? I'm doing good, brother. How are you? I'm good. I was just telling everybody about you because uh, you know I'm just introducing characters to shows. If people are new to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, they may not know everybody. And so the last couple episodes, I've been kind of reintroducing people to the characters on the show. Yeah, that's real good, man. You know, you got to keep up. You got to tell people what's going on. You got to give them things. You know, you got to let them know what's happening, what the scene is with your show. That's right. Okay, brother. Okay, so any, oh, hey, any uh, sage advice for us for the show? Any, like, you know, because usually on the show, uh, Ferris, I like to have some type of advice. Do you have anything to give to me for the episode today? Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. You ought to talk to people about, uh, how often they use the word should. Should. Yeah, you know, like, uh, I should do this, I should do that, I should have done this, I should have done that. And what happens, man, is you do all that, you start talking in should language, and you're putting too much on yourself, man. No, I know exactly where you're going with that, and that is great advice. We will talk about the use of of should and all of these things that we put on ourselves uh, for the show. That's a great idea, Ferris. I love that idea. Hey, man. You know me. I'm, I'm happy to oblige, brother. Okay, Ferris. Well, uh, you're down there at the billiard zone. You own a pool hall out in Carpinteria, and people could come out and play pool with you there in, in Carp if they live in that area, right? Yeah, man. Come out and see us at the billiard zone in Carp. You can hear we're having a good time here, man. Shoot some pools, some nine ball, eight ball, whatever you want, man. Yeah, have a good time. Drink some soda pop, sarsaparilla, whatever. And uh, we, we got a dart board or two over here, too, man. Darts. See, I like darts. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, thanks, Ferris. You have a good one, okay, brother? You got it, brother. Okay, brother. All right, brother. Okay, brother. Oh, dude, I'm hanging up. Okay. So that's Ferris. And we have Guinevere. Guinevere is the uh, uh, world's uh, greatest uh, James Arnold Taylor fan. Shut up. Guinevere. Oh, my gosh. Shut up. Shut up. It's James Arnold Taylor. Shut up. Okay. She says shut up a lot. Shut up. No, I don't. Shut up. She's, uh, so Guinevere, uh, tell me about what what did I do this last weekend if you're such a big James Arnold Taylor fan. Shut up. No, I totally know this. I totally, I, I totally know this. So you, you totally went to Atlanta Comic Con. And you signed autographs, and you met a lot of people, and you had a really good time in Atlanta Comic Con. You're absolutely right. How do you know all this? Shut up. I follow you on social media. Jack Actor, at Jack Actor, Jack Actor on Instagram, and on Twitter. That's right. Thank you, Guinevere. You're giving me a little plug for my show and my uh, social media. What's my website? Shut up. It 
is jamesarnoldtaylor.com. Duh, what else would it be? And you can even, 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 Take it easy, take it easy. You can even go, oh my gosh, you can even go to YouTube and do Jet Actor. And if you do Jet Actor on a search username and it'll pull up you, but you could also write out James Arnold Taylor. And then you can find all the videos on James Arnold Taylor. You have hundreds of videos on your YouTube channel. I know I do. People should do it. And like your book, your book, you should, people could watch your book. You did a video version of your book, Jet 365, and people could do that. They could do every day. They could spend a day, uh, every day for a year with you. That's so true, Guinevere. Well, thank you, Guinevere. I appreciate all of that information. Thanks for being the biggest uh, James Arnold Taylor fan on the planet. Shut up. Okay. Bye-bye. I'm going to shut up. Well, I'm not going to shut up because I'm going to do the podcast. Oh, my God. Shut up. Okay. See ya. Bye. So these are just some of the characters on the show, uh, and now they're helping me uh, sell the show here to you. If you're new to the show, welcome. You know, I got a thing from uh, Chartable, chartable chartable.com, saying that my show was charting on iTunes and stuff. And uh, that's pretty cool. I don't, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, that's neat. That means people are enjoying it and they're spreading the word and people are catching on that the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast is a fun place to be. You can hear about pop culture. You can hear about things, you know, so uh, it, it's my, it's my birthday week. So my, in my family, I don't know how you are, but in my family, when we have a birthday, we kind of, we take the week and we kind of celebrate and stuff. So uh, yesterday was my actual birthday and I turned 50 years old. Whoo, man, I got to drink a water from the, for that. Look at that. Ah, I had to drink a lot of water. That's good water. Um, I turned 50. That's kind of a milestone one. My daughter uh, said that to me yesterday. She says, it's a milestone birthday. I said, yeah, I know. And um, it's weird because here's the deal. Many of you that are listening are young. And one day you you literally will wake up and go, wow, now I'm older. It's really strange. For most of my career, I was kind of like the young hotshot kid that could do everything and do anything and all of that. And, and I, I just enjoyed and I was, and I look young most of the time when I don't have my gray beard, my white, white beard. My white Obi-Wan, you know, Alleganus. This the force is what gives the Jedi his power. Oh, so yeah, I didn't get into the voices. So I'm Obi Wan Kenobi on the Clone Wars. I'm Jedi Master Plo Koon on the Clone Wars as well. Kotoya. Um, I'm Titus from Final Fantasy. Ratchet from Ratchet and Clank. Johnny Test, who's totally awesome. Fred Flintstone, Wilma, Bonnie. <laughs> I'm totally listening to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. <laughs> yeah, but damn, but do. Thanks, Fred. You got it, James. Well, Fred, 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 let me just, uh, let me interview you here for a second. Fred Flintstone here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. You're a caveman. Yes, I am. Uh, what do you think of all this, you know, podcasting and stuff? Did you guys have podcasting in the, in the caveman days? Well, uh, Mr. Slate uh, at the uh, Rock Quarry, he had the uh, PA thing, and he would go on there and he would do a thing. I was thinking of doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's not really, that's like making announcements on a megaphone. That's not, uh, yeah. Cut me a break. We're in the Stone Age, James. Things move a little slower. Yeah, that's a good point. Bonnie and I were talking about having a podcast. Really? So now what would you guys talk about on a uh, Fred Flintstone Barney Rubble podcast? 
Probably my post Fruity Pebble cereal, part of a good breakfast. Well, yeah, that would be the sponsor. All right, now you're just doing little commercials for cereal. And I'm not even the voice of that Fred Flintstone anymore. They don't even bring me in to voice the cereal commercials anymore, those jerks. <laughs> They're jerk faces. Yes, they are. They're a bunch of jerk faces. <laughs> Shouldn't really probably do that. They're going to sue me or something for saying that. I better cut that out. Anyways, um, so uh, so Mr. Flintstone, well, thank you for uh, coming by. And uh, and I really have nothing. I, 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 I didn't write out or plan out or anything to interview you. But uh, let me just ask you this. Uh, does it hurt your feet to drive like that? Yeah, I got to tell you, I wish they had invented shoes. Yeah, well, it's coming. Don't worry. All right. Yabba-dabba-doo. See you, James. Okay, Fred. That's Fred Flintstone just dropped in on the show. What if Obi-Wan Kenobi dropped in on the show? I just wanted to say happy birthday, James. You say it's your birthday. It's not my birthday, too. No, and don't sing that song because then I'll have to pay the Beatles. Or somebody. I don't know who. I don't know who owns all the music now. Ooh, you know what I did see, though, was the movie Yesterday. Speaking of Beatles music, if you have not seen the movie Yesterday, I, I highly recommend it. I thought it was delightful and fun and the music obviously was great because it's Beatles music, but I really enjoyed the, the versions of the music. I thought they did a great job. So if you're looking for a nice, pleasant movie with a, a, a wonderful feel good ending and throughout, check out, uh, check out yesterday. It's, that's great. Not not a sponsor or anything of the show, but it's I think it's still in theaters, so go see it. That's a fun summer movie. But uh, I know everybody else, you're all just going to go see Spider-Man and, and The Lion King. You know, uh, uh, I know everybody, The Lion King, everybody's going nuts for it and stuff. I honestly feel like they should have just taken the old audio tracks and just reanimated them. Why not? Because they got to put in new hip actors and let's get Seth Rogen in there and let's get, you know, everybody, all right, whatever. Um, <laughs> no, look, I love Seth Rogen. He's funny. Everybody's funny. Look, I'm fine with everybody. I just, oh, and my buddy Phil Lamar was in the new Lion King. So there you go. I'm happy for Phil. I'm kind of all over here today. You know why? It was my birthday yesterday. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Uh, but no, so I just got back from lunch with my friend Tom Wilson and I uh, had a great time with Tom. Tom and I uh, have been friends for many years now. I want to say about 18 years now we've been friends. And um, I say 18 years for a lot of things. You know, a lot of my career kind of took off 18 years ago was really when it became uh, to where I had a, some credits that were kind of more important. I've been doing this for 34 years, performing in one way or another. But 18 years ago really was when like Star Wars and and Final Fantasy and Ratchet and Clank and, you know, all these games and things and movies and shows and stuff that I've done became kind of, you know, well-known and gave me a, a little recognition as a voice actor. What little recognition voice actors get. So there you go. So uh, I'm known for all of that. It was my birthday yesterday. And I'm totally unprepared because, again, they, they all surprised me. And that's why I didn't, I didn't plan on doing a podcast here today. But I walked in and... That's not true at all. I knew exactly what I was doing. All right, shh, don't, don't, don't say anything. Anyways, uh, here we are, half hour into the podcast. I've said nothing, nothing at all worth anything. Well, no, I told you to go see the movie yesterday. I told you to buy uh, The Masked Man by Tom Wilson and Alan Arnold's The Story of With. And if you want my book, Jat365. Or, you know, look, if you don't want to buy my book, go to my YouTube channel and watch my book for free every single day. 
There's 365 videos there where I do every page of the book. Look at that. Who else is doing that in Hollywood? You got all these celebrities making all their billions and billions of dollars, and they're not giving their stuff away for free now, but I am. Old Jatman's giving it away for free. Look at that. Why? Because I love you all. I believe in you all. And I'm not just blowing smoke. I am a lover of humanity. I love humanity. I believe in humanity. I do believe we're not done yet. I do believe there is still some hope. And even though so many people are divided about so many different things, you know what? Life can still be good and you can still pursue your dreams. And you have to know that whatever is beating you up right now can be used to make you stronger. Why do I say this stuff? Because I have firsthand knowledge of it. How do I have firsthand knowledge of it? I've led a very, I've been alive for 50 years. That's my old guy voice. Uh, It wouldn't be funny if I actually turned 50 and then all of a sudden that was my voice. Hello, everybody. This is James. And now I talk like this because I'm an old guy. 50's not that old though, James. Yeah, but whatever. You'll sound like this sooner or later, James. And I'm going to get that accent and everything. That's right. This is me. This is, I'm you. I'm Jet. A long time from now when you're an old, old man. I don't think I'm going to sound like that. You know what I, th- I think I'm going to sound like when I'm older? See, here's the, here's the cool part. Uh, because I'm a voice actor and I do voices, and I'm just kind of being weird today. Maybe it's the high from the birthday cake. I didn't have any birthday cake. I'm kidding. I don't eat sugar. The The cool thing is, is I've, I've done many commercials and things and, and even some, a couple of movies and stuff. I did um, a video game and movies, things where I've had to like age and do, you know, so I start, you know, like, so, so my voice, so James Arnold Taylor's voice when I was younger was more like this. So if you listened to me, I, you know, it wasn't totally Johnny Tess, but it was close. And then as I got older, my voice, you know, got a little more resonance to it. And it became a little more, you know, kind of, whoa, whoa, doc, kind of, you know, yeah, or David Spade or all that. But it's all right in here, right? And then as I get older, my voice, you know, deepens a little and I sound a little more controlled. And this is a little more of it. And then as I get older, it might, you know, as as I really become older, it could end up being more like this and a little crackle in it. And there you go. So now I've aged. Um, But... The truth is, is I'm 50 and I still sound like I'm 10. So um, that's the beauty of being a voice actor. Let's see all those big shot Hollywood, big shots making billions do that, huh? Well, they can now with CG. But you know what they need to do? They need to bring me in to do their voice. Huh? <laughs> sure. Because that's what I do also as a voice actor. I also, I, uh, I fill in for a lot of people. Now, if you go to my website, jamesarnoldtaylor.com, and you uh, uh, click on the demos. You can hear my voiceover demos. And there's a thing there for voice doubling, and it's really outdated. Uh, I need to update that because I, I voice double for a lot of people. I voice double for uh, Jay Baruchel for How to Train Your Dragon and several, uh, actually a couple people for How to Train Your Dragon. So, uh, Toothless, come on. Come on, Toothless. We'll go and save those dragons. Nobody is going to stop us. Um, so there's, there's, uh, I've been hiccup haddock. I've actually voiced more. Technically I've actually voiced more hiccup than Jay Baruchel has because I have voiced every episode of the show, every video game. And so he comes in and does 
Like I lay down his scratch vocals. So for the TV show, it was him on the TV show, but it's, I voiced every episode as well. So, um, and Jay's wonderful. It's great. I'm not knocking him in any way. I'm saying, Hey, that's cool. Uh, so I've been, but I've been hiccup for many things. So I, I fill in for him for stuff whenever hiccup is needed and they can't afford Jay or Jay's schedule isn't available or whatever. Um, they bring me in to be a hiccup. Come on, toothless. And then I'm also fish legs. Christopher Mintz Place from Superbad and all those movies. Um, he plays fish legs in that. And fish legs, uh, that was that was pretty cool. How you uh, how you how you got that dragon? You know, I, I thought that was pretty cool. That was pretty neat. Yeah. So I've been there doubles for many things for many years. <clears throat> for the entire, actually, for the entirety of the How to Train Your Dragon series, which. Uh, has got to be at least what, coming up on 10 years, I'm guessing. Uh, I've done those. So there you go. So that's neat. Maybe seven or eight years. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and uh, Johnny Depp. I do Johnny Depp's voice for... Um, I'd been Captain Jack Sparrow before, and I was um, I'm his regular voice double whenever he needs someone to do his voice, just his regular voice. Um, I was also Willy Wonka. Welcome to my chocolate factory. The waterfall mixes the chocolate. Stirs it up. Uh, and then um, uh, the Mad Hatter. Oh, Alice. Alice. Oh, I'm so glad that you're here, Alice. Uh, for Johnny Depp. And that was a weird one because he was all over the place on that voice. Let's see, who else? I've been Chris Walken's voice double before. So whenever he needs to say things, I would say it for him. I've been uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, for things like Surf's Up and all. Oh, and the Transformers and all. And, you know, that's pretty cool. And and of course, well, wait a second, Michael J. Fox for Stuart Little and Atlantis and my Lost Empire and other things uh, through the years, wherever they need a voice every once in a while. Although A.J. Lacasio now does all of his stuff and he's great. But that leads me to great Scott Marty. I've also been uh, Christopher Lloyd's voice double for uh, many things. And I uh, even did some for the uh, Back to the Future video game uh, where I played young Emmett Brown. So the challenge was, how do you take, uh, okay, Marty, when you take this guy and you turn him into 17 years old. So I did his voice somewhat like this when he was 17, because in the Back to the Future video game, they go back in time and Doc's younger and it was fun. Uh, and then uh, let's see, uh, who else? Oh, gosh. Ewan McGregor, of course. I've done Ewan McGregor's voice for other things as well. Um, but uh, everything from Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke to uh, for uh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And you have to do a bad British accent, like a bad Cockney accent, because Dick Van Dyke did it really yeah, Anyways, uh, to, oh my goodness, so many, Andrew Garfield for Spider-Man. Um, a lot of different people I voiced double for. So I need to update that. John Hurt. One of my favorite ones to do was John Hurt. For all the Hellboy movies and such, I would do, he was Professor Broom, and I would do John Hurt's voice. Uh, I've done Ian McKellen's voice for many things, yes. I've been Ian, sorry, Ian McKellen. I even play Ian McKellen's brother in a movie called Animal Crackers that hopefully will come out at some point at time in the universe. And uh, there you go. Look at this. We're 40 minutes practically into the show. I've said nothing and I'm just doing voices for you. But that is that is to give you all some fun stuff because, again, just turned 50. You've been doing this a long time and now I'm kind of reminiscing of some of the various voices I've been in in my career. I've been uh, superheroes, I've been kids, I've been old people, I've been all sorts of stuff. One of my favorite ones uh, was a cartoon I did last year or the year before. Came, I think it came out last year. It was called Billy Dilly, uh, his Super Adventures or whatever. It was on Disney. 
And um, it was only one season and it was so esoteric. It was so weird. I think it was too weird for Disney, but I loved that show. And I was Count Richard. Oh, Billy Dilly. Oh, you Billy Dilly. And I was many other characters on the show, but I loved doing that. It was a lot of fun. So there you go. So anyways, um, what did I do for my birthday yesterday? Nothing. I did nothing. It was a normal day. 50 years old, big landmark birthday. We did nothing. Uh, my wife and I went to uh, get a bite to eat. And then my daughter had just come back from a, a missions trip with our church. And uh, the night before and got home around, two, we got, got her, you know, all settled in by about two in the morning. So it was like, so she basically slept all day. And then I uh, got up, I ran a couple miles on the uh, treadmill and my wife and I went and got a bite to eat. And then it was laundry day here at the Taylor house. So <laughs> laundry waits for no man and no birthday, no matter how old you are, you need clothes, especially when your daughter uh, just came back from a 10 day camping trip. So um, uh, yeah, we needed to do laundry. So we did laundry, did some chores and that was it. That was fun. That was my fun birthday day. Wah, wah. Uh, but you know, who knows? Maybe I'll do something today. Uh, today, my wife and daughter are at the beach because they have a, uh, their homeschool group. They Over the summer, they all go to the beach together and they have a fun time. So I had lunch with Tom Wilson and then I came here and recorded the podcast. I want to get back to what Ferris talked about. Ferris, the wise sage at the Billiard Zone, who we called earlier. He gives some good advice for the show. It's something that's actually been on my mind lately. Because on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, not only do we like to entertain you, but we want to teach as much as we can. We want you to what? Do you remember? No more than you want to know. What do I mean by that? I mean, it is very important. Many of you listening that are younger, I want you to know the way I got to see people, basically a lot of people just want to know, how did you become a voice actor? How did you get where you got all of this? I was willing to know more than I wanted to know, meaning not just my own opinions and my own thoughts, but what other people think. And I don't necessarily have to agree with everything, but I have to know it and respect it, respect it as their opinion. And I also understand that People that think differently than me are not my enemies necessarily. Sometimes uh, people can be just mean and be like, wow, that's like an enemy, I guess. But for the most part, most people here on planet Earth are trying to get by. And they have their thoughts based on however they grew up and they lived and they've learned and what they've heard. And I have mine and you have yours and we all have it. So we're trying to get along, right? But what the what the the masses of social media and junk everywhere is saying is no, if someone disagrees with you, they must have evil intent. They must be wanting to hurt you. They must be so wrong that you should attack them with any and all that you have and not hear them or respect them or consider that perhaps they're misunderstood or here's a shocker. Maybe they're right to some degree or all degrees, and maybe you're wrong and need to rethink things. It's, I'm not saying that's definitive, but I'm saying that is a possibility. So don't just hate them or write nasty stuff about them under a, a, a different name to protect yourself, but not really being strong and courageous then by doing that. 
No. So know more than you want to know, understanding that people may think differently than you. You may disagree with them and that's okay. It's totally cool. It's totally cool. In fact, that's how you're going to learn more. Because the other thing is, is, is most people, if you were stranded with someone on a desert island that thought differently than you, you'd have to learn to like each other to some degree or, or work with each other in some way. And so put yourself in the other people's shoes. That's another thing we say at the James Arnold Taylor podcast. And try to think and try to have sympathy and compassion first and foremost for everybody. Sympathy, compassion, grace, 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 grace. I am a Christian, so my, my whole belief system is based on grace. Why? Because without grace, I know that I am nothing. Um, so I give grace to people. I don't judge people. I try to just uh, hear them out. And when I disagree, I try to question them on why, why do you feel that way? Or why would you say that on my you know, comments or what have you? I want to discuss it with you because I want to understand it because I don't just want to be a jerk, but I will say to somebody, if somebody says something rude, I say, well, you know, that's kind of rude. I don't think that's necessary. Let's, let's see if we can find middle ground. So that's what I'm always trying to do. But here's the biggest thing, okay? You have to believe this stuff for yourself too because sometimes our worst enemy is ourself. Sometimes we... The person we dislike the most is ourself. And that's the biggest thing on the James Arnold Taylor podcast is I don't want that for any of you. Okay. I'm here to encourage you. Do not hate yourself. Do not dislike yourself. Please try to learn. Okay. And James is asking you now. Okay. I'm going to ask you something. Now you say, okay, okay. I'm going to ask you something. Okay, great. Thanks. I'm going to ask you to, to learn to like yourself. In fact, love yourself if you can. And that doesn't mean you start thinking more of yourself than you should. No, it means you love who you are and you get it and you don't put yourself down, okay? Because so many of us, I'm so stupid. I'm so this. I'm so that. I should have done this. I should have done that. And that's what Ferris was talking about earlier, should language. And in therapy, they talk about should language because people then tend to say, I should have done this. Something goes wrong. I should have done that. I should do this, but I want to do this. Should, so if you could spend, so here's your challenge for today, this week on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, try to omit the word should from your, from your day for at least one day. Instead of going, oh, I really should do that. I should have, gosh, I should have done this. Now look, there's plenty of things that we should or shouldn't do, right? But what you have to understand is that what that does is it puts you in a no-win situation on yourself and it, it allows you to think less of yourself, to talk yourself down into a place that is not a good place, to discredit you as a person. And I don't want you discrediting yourself here at the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Why? Because I believe in you. Why do I believe in you? Because if you're taking the time to listen to this and listen to me, who again, you know, if you, if you haven't listened to all the shows, you don't know my whole story, but you know, High school dropout, turned voice actor, DJ, comedian, entertainer, positive ambassador of inspiration. I am, uh, you know, I am, there's no reason I should be anything, but I'm here and I'm here to encourage you. Why? The grace of God, really, for me, that's, that's my story. It's the grace of God saving me. But um, I don't know what your story is, but I'm here to encourage you and say, please don't put those things on yourself. Okay. 
You should do this today. You should do that. You should have said this. You should have said that. You should have done this. Why did you do this? You should have. Do you find yourself doing that? Make note of it. So one day you may make, first day you may take note of it. Like after listening to this, how often do I say that? Do I say that a lot? Because right now, most of you are probably going, I don't think I say that that much, but start paying attention and see how much you say I should. Oh, I really should do this before I go and do that. Oh man, why did this happen? Oh, it's because I should have done this instead. I am so stupid. Why did I shouldn't have done that? I shouldn't have done that. So start paying attention to yourself and your words and your language and how you talk about you, okay? Because I want you talking about you in a positive way. Why? Because I want you inspired. Why? Because I want your brain to take on positive thoughts, okay? It's science, The more positivity your brain has, the better you feel. The more negativity your brain has, the worse you feel. Okay? It's not all about like self-help guru-y kind of like believe it and receive it or the even the Christian kind of uh, that gets taken out of context. I think a lot of times are this, you know, yeah, yes, Jesus, and I want you to do this and, you know, uh, and and believe and send me thousands of dollars. And, you know, I'm not saying any of that junk either. Because that's wrong. But, uh, you know, and if you give this, you'll receive this blessing. No. What I'm saying is, if you stay positive in your life and you think to the positive, the glass is half full and not empty, and you don't put yourself down, you will see noticeable difference. How do I know? I, I know from personal experience. Yeah, James, but it's not that easy. You can't just, oh, just be positive. I, I'm not saying that. It is a lifelong journey. It is. But how do you do it? You use tools. What's one of your tools? This show right here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be at least a guide. I'm trying to at least give you some semblance of order, some beginning steps. Okay? Every day we wake up. And there's factors beyond us. Uh, you know, this, again, science of it of how our brains work with ADD and OCD and ADHD and, and Asperger's and autism and, and just depressive thoughts or bipolar. Or, it was all that stuff, right? All those things go into it. Yes, I get that. But if you can be in safe places that are good, clean environments, it's like eating good food. It's like putting good gas in your car. Everything runs better. So this hopefully is a place where it makes things start to run better because you're just feeling positive because you're hearing positive. You're getting positive results and feedback from somebody that says, I believe in you. I pray for you. I hope for you. And I want the best for you. So it's through my own life experience of seeing it and knowing it and and dealing with it every day. How do I know? I know from friends and family. How do I know? I know from many of you that have written me letters that have followed me for, uh, you know, a good length of time. Saw my shows at Star Wars weekends. We're inspired by them and now are achieving greater things because you went, you know what? I don't need to spend all my time putting myself down. You do not need to put yourself down. Okay? Don't put yourself down. And if other people around you are putting yourself down, you need to find a way to Remove yourself from those situations in as best you can, although, you know, I know sometimes that's hard, and and or change those people's language as well. So get them to listen to my show. <laughs> Look, I know there's a lot of toxic people out there. There's a lot of a lot of people stuck in relationships, and some can be your parents, some can be your friends, some can be your spouses, some can be your siblings, some can be your bosses, some can be, you know, your coworkers, where they put you in that. Some can be you. You could be the person 
that is being so negative, Nelly, that you're putting all this on other people too and bringing yourself down. Look, I've been a victim of that myself. I can be a victim of that. I have ups and downs. We all do where we just get kind of grumpy, stuck in it. Everything stinks. Everything's stupid. I should have done this. I should have done that. I'm not worth it. I can't do anything. Why should I bother? Why should I bother? That's should language. So we're going to omit should language from our vocabulary for a few days, okay? First, we're going to recognize it and see how often we do it. Maybe make some notes of it. Then we're going to spend the next day trying to not say it. And then the next day after that, you know, give yourself a little more freedom, but when you say it, you're now aware of it. So basically what I'm trying to get you to do is be aware because if you're aware of these things, that's the point of so much of this. Making you aware of things allows you to change them if you are desirous of that. Some of you may go, no, look, dude, I like how I am. I like how I am. I'm negative sometimes. So what? I don't care. Okay, great. But I, I'm telling you, it's not great. Actually, it's not great at all. It's I'm telling you, you don't need to be. And you can achieve so much more. Uh, how do I know? Again, firsthand experience. This is my life. I I had a vision. I went for it. I go for it. You know, I, I constantly moving forward with things and creating new things. And this podcast is an example of that. And the fruit of this podcast is the fact that I get hundreds and hundreds of emails from all of you all over the world, all over the world. And we'll read some of them here in a little bit saying you know, I've just been trying little things that you say and do in this show, James, and I'm finding it's working. And that, I could start crying. I, it's just, it, it blesses my heart to know that. You need to know that there's people out. See, I, so for me, again, here he goes on his religious soapbox. It's, it's, it's time for James's religious soapbox. Okay, okay, thank you. So for me personally, why am I like this? I'm like this because I did not grow up in a place where there was lots of positive, good, fun things. There was a lot of yucky stuff. And I decided I don't want that in my life. And so I asked God to help me out. And he did. Why? Because he's real and he, he, and he hears. And when you ask him, you know, you knock on that door and you say, God, help me. He does. So. That's been my experience. And uh, he did. So now in turn, in kind, I want to spread that and encourage all of you. Uh, and I want to be an example of the God that I serve because many of you don't believe the way I believe and that's fine. Um, I mean, it's, I, I say this every time you're going, oh, it's not fine. I want you to believe the way I believe, but I'm not, I'm not going to try to brainwash you. I'm not going to try to, I want everybody to discover things on their own. But what I am going to do is I'm going to try to be an example of the God I know. Because many of you have grown up in, in religious homes and you go, eh, that's, that's not the God I know, James. We called him Jesus and we called him God and you know all that, but that ain't the one I know. The one I know is the real deal, man. He's grace-giving, he's unjudging, he's loving and compassionate and he wants you to come to him and and be there with him and take him with you wherever you go. And that's what I do. I pray before I do these shows. I pray while I'm doing these shows in my head. I go, oh God, please let me say the right things. I don't want to offend anybody. You know, it's really hard because the truth is, is if I'm a Christian, I'm going to offend people. And it's kind of the calling. I mean, Jesus even said, blessed are you when you're reviled and persecuted for my namesake. 
And it, it means, in other words, some people are going to be offended by me no matter what, just simply because I am a Christian and I'm talking about Jesus. But what I would hope is that most people would go, you know, yeah, he does every single episode. He talks about Jesus. He talks about his faith. He talks about all that. But he also talks about really good, simple, uh, practical things in life. And and for him, the reason why he thinks those things or has those experiences is because of his religious experience, his spiritual experience. Again, I try not to say religious. Um, and so that's what it is. So that's what I'm doing because I've also made that commitment because the call for me from Christ is to go out and make disciples. What does that mean? It means to go out and show people his love, his grace. It doesn't mean go out and convert a bunch of people to think that if they, if they don't believe in Jesus, they're going to hell. You know, some people's ministries are different than other people's ministries. My ministry, what I believe my ministry is, is to go, oh, you guys like voiceover and you think it's fun and that's cool. So that's great. I'm going to do some voices for you. I'm going to entertain you. I'm going to tell you stories about being Obi-Wan Kenobi and all these characters in my life and all of that. And then when you go, but James, how did you do it? Because that's everybody's question. How did you get into voiceover? How did you become a performer? How did you accomplish all the things in your life? The only answer I can give is the grace of God. That's it. So my going out and making disciples is showing you who Christ really is because he's shown himself to me in a way that is undeniable and is just wonderful. He's the best guy in the world. He's the, the, the guy that you want to go and have dinner with. So why wouldn't I show that? So there I go. So there I go. We're now done with James's religious soapbox. <laughs> um, anyways, all of that to say what I've learned from that is don't put yourself in these boxes. I should do this. I should do that. I'm not good enough because I should have done. If only I had done this, I should have done that. There are hundreds and thousands of things that you have done right in your life. Okay? I don't care how old you are. If you're listening to the show and you have the ability to comprehend what I'm saying, there are thousands of things in your life that you have done right. And there's probably a handful of things you've done wrong. But, but remember, those things that you've done wrong, those things that ugh, can also be used to make you stronger. So they're not necessarily wrong. Okay? There are just plain old regular things that we just do that were long, wrong, but they're, they're learning experiences if you allow them to be. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, you get what I'm saying? You get where I'm going here? There could be things you're doing wrong each day because they're just not good for you. Uh, in, in my, in Christianese, in my language, I would say they're sinful. But see, that has a, people then go, oh, see, we're all sinners and stuff. That, that has negative connotations. So I don't use words like that but they're not good for you. They're things that you shouldn't be doing, right? Shouldn't. Ah, I used it. I did it. Look at that. Uh, there are things that would be, there are things that would be better if you didn't do them. Um, but there's also wonderful things that you do every day. And there's many things that you do every day that are insignificant, that are good things. Like getting up and brushing your teeth, taking a shower, being presentable, saying hello, saying I love you to your parents or your friends or whatever feeding yourself something so you don't get sick. You know, I mean, it's just drinking water, listening to this podcast. There's, there's thousands of things you do right all the time. So let's focus on those. Because if you go to social media, you will even hang out on YouTube and stuff uh, where there's, if you want to watch negative things, 
don't do it. Watch the positive. There's so many wonderful, beautiful things on YouTube to watch too. Because if you're listening to this on YouTube, a lot of people listen on YouTube. That's why I'm saying it. Uh, and um, watch the positive things. Listen to the positive things. Take in the positive things in life. See how it makes you feel. If you're someone that is a believer, if you are a believer, because here's the other thing. I know that many people on that listen to this show are Christian. So if you're Christians, get into your Bible, man, and read it daily. Find things and memorize scripture. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I'll be glad in it. What does that mean? Spend, spend 10 minutes meditating on what that means. This is a life created by a God that loves me. And he made beautiful things like trees and grass and waters and all this stuff to go out and look at. And then he made people that made beautiful things like all these computer graphics and fun stuff and fun movies and music to listen to and books to read and beautiful things and podcasts to listen to. So I will I will rejoice that I have all this at my fingertips. I have shoes on my feet. I, I have food in my stomach. I have water to drink. So I'll be glad because I'm one of the lucky ones. I know that there are millions of people that don't and I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to then also do outreach. I'm going to give money or I'm going to give time. I'm going to go to a senior center and read and just spend time with somebody. I'm going to go on a missions trip like my daughter did. And I'm going to help build churches or I'm going to go to another country and help people. Or I'm going to just be a friend to somebody at a homeless uh, shelter or kitchen or uh, serve a meal. Or I'm going to just engage that one person that nobody ever wants to talk to at school because they say they're weird. And I'm going to just say hi and find out what they're about. And maybe they'll be rude to me. They might be rude to me because they don't, they're not used to it. But I'll go out on a limb. If I see somebody coming with their hands full at a door, I'm going to hold the door open for them. If I, you know, if I see somebody drop something, I'm going to pick it up. When I'm at the grocery store and I'm trying to get by somebody, I'm going to say, excuse me. And then afterwards say, thank you and make eye contact. Simple little things that we're not doing anymore as a society. We can do saying hi to somebody when you walk by them. Hey, how's it going? They'll be caught off guard because nobody's expecting it. They'll probably ignore you. If you're in an elevator today, they'll probably ignore you, but you can create small talk. I'll do that. I'm in an elevator and it's uncomfortable. There's people in it and there's no music or something because sometimes the elevators have music. I'll go like, boy, I guess we need some ele uh, elevator music in here. Or I'll get the floor for them. What floor? Okay. Or I'll make the effort to put my hand out to block the door from closing so they can get out. Even though there's plenty of time for them to get out, it's showing that I care about them. So I'm, I'm, I'm making the effort to show them, yeah, I know this door will stay open long enough for you to get out, but I'm putting my hand there to make sure it doesn't close on you. Because why? Because we're humans and I care about you. It's just stuff, man. It's easy to do. And then it gets, we get back to doing it for yourself as well and not hating yourself and not hurting yourself. Okay? Please don't. Why? Because you're important to me. If you listen to this show, you're important to me. If you don't listen to the show, you're important to me. But you know, if, you're, if you don't listen to the show, you don't know that I'm saying this. So, <laughs> Why are you important to me? Because you're taking the time but also because I know you're a human being and I know what it's like to be a human being. And it doesn't matter how different we all are from each other and what we believe and dis disbelieve and you know all of that. I know that each one of us wakes up and kind of thinks, what the heck? What is this life? What are we doing? Did I do the right things? Am I terrible? I, I know these feelings. I have dreams inside me. I want to do this. I know these feelings, okay? So... I have felt in my whole life, I want to help other people. 
You may not think that way. I do. But maybe then you want to understand people. Why? Why does it matter? Why should it matter, James? Why should I care what other people think? They're just going to do it anyways. They're going to be jerks anyways. Yeah, but if you're not, you're going to make the world that much better. Says who? Says history. Proof positive. I mean, you know, people that are kind and give of themselves more and all of that make a difference in history, make a difference in lives. It feels good too. That's the thing. You want to feel good in life because a lot of us just don't feel much of anything. We're apathetic is the, as the term goes. We're apathetic. We're like, I don't know. I don't care. Whatever. That's, what, that's what's happening with a lot of us. It's happening, of one, because of cell phones and video games and, and computers. We're, we're spending our time just doing nothing. And then the junk we're watching is we're killing people, we're violent, we're cussing, we're, you know, sex is all this stuff. It's everywhere. It's all around us. How much is positive? Not much. That's why this show is here. And so I can say, I still believe in you. You've been listening to this show for 32 episodes. I still believe in you. My heart goes out to you. I am praying for you. You don't know me, James. It doesn't matter. I'm praying for you. God, all of the people that listen to my podcast, I pray you'd bless them. God, if they don't know you, I pray that somehow, some way, they might consider just asking, dude, if you're real, prove it to me. Show me something. And Lord, if they never come to know you, will you please, please reach out to them before they breathe their last breath? And we don't know. We don't know what happens. But I serve a God that's amazing. And so I, I'd like to believe that there's, there's redemption. There's possibilities for redemption for everybody to know Jesus, to get to know him. I don't know. I don't have all the answers, but that's certainly what my heart would like to believe. And it's certainly my prayer for people, but we all have free will too. So if people choose to not, then that's, and we, we serve a God that is so wonderful. I serve a God that is so wonderful that even if you choose to go and not believe in him, he will let you believe that. So there you go, because he's not going to push himself on you. All right. Wow. I got, I went right back to it. Sorry. But um, anyways, it's the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Uh, we got, we got more time. The shows have been more like an hour lately, but uh, you know, I'm feeling sassy today. Let's, uh, let's bring in Bob. Another thing I'm, another thing I'm doing is I'm turning on my ISDN box because I have a session for Fox to do some promos here at four o'clock and it's three 30 right now. So I will, uh, I will do that, but let's bring in Bob. Um, Hey Bob! Hey Bob! 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 Oh yeah! Yes! 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 Hello, James. That was uh, that was uh, that was very nice. I like that quite a bit. Well, thank you, Bob. How are you, Bob? I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh no! In doobity dee, doobity doo. Yes. No. I'm I'm very good. I'm I'm doing wonderful. Oh good. I'm ready to. You've been getting all sorts of emails. I have. So let's um, let's 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 look at some of those. All right. You want to read some to me? Oh, indubity-doo, indubity-dee. All right, let's see. So, well, well, first off, so people people have gone to jamesarnoldtaylor.com. They've clicked on the chat show link, and then they've gone and they've picked the topic in the drop-down menu, and they've chosen the Jackcast podcast or the chat show questions or general comments or any of that, but they choose a topic because that's important. Indubity-dee, yes, it's important to choose a topic in the drop-down menu, and then write your email, and then click send, and then it goes here, and then we look at it, and then maybe it ends up on the show. That's right. Like so many. 
I'm just looking at all the names here. I'm just gonna, I just do first names now because I don't necessarily like to like to keep everybody's privacy. So I'm just I'm gonna read some first names here of some emails I'm seeing here. Jessica Ad- Adela, A D E L A Adela, Laura, Jake, Terry, Michael, Trey, Tom, Julie, David, Kevin, uh, Brighton, Adam, Thanny. There's Thanny. Uh, everybody knows you now, Thanny. You're famous here on the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Connor, Sandra, Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious, oh my goodness. Shelby, uh, Shelby. All right. Keep forgetting. Don't read last names. So many people. Allison, sending emails to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. So, Bob, what are you reading for me? Well, this one's from Michael in Nevada. Dear James, I don't have a question, just a fun little comment. At the time of writing this, I'm currently playing catch-up with your podcast and I'm listening to episode 17. I couldn't help but to laugh a little when you were telling the story of explaining live TV to your daughter. That's right, I was trying to explain to people that my daughter, we, so we got YouTube uh, live TV thing. and I don't know if we're going to keep it or not, I don't know, anyways. But uh, so we could watch live TV and she doesn't, she, she has no understanding of that because she didn't grow up with it. Right, right. So, yes. Yeah, so he says, I am a master control technician at the local TV station. Oh, that's cool. And basically, I set schedules and oversee everything that goes to air. So I know how difficult it could be to explain to someone who may not understand how it works. It's almost as if your brain decides to shut off because it seems so simple to us and makes it difficult to explain. It reminds me of some of my favorite hypothetical scenarios of could you explain something in our everyday life now to someone hundreds of years ago. For example, smartphones have become so common that nearly everyone we know understands and is able to use a simple smartphone. That's right, yeah. However, if we traveled back in time... Great Scott Marty, we're going back in time! Oh, wait a second, Doc. How far back in time? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, oh, you're doing little voices from Back to the Future. That's right, Bob. I was doing the Back to the Future voices. Oh, that's very good, yes. However, if we traveled back in time and presented our smartphone to someone hundreds of years ago, it would absolutely blow their mind. And we have all become so familiar with it that we might not actually know how to explain how it works because it seems so common in today's world. And that is very interesting to me. Yeah, that is interesting, Michael. That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a space-time conundrum. Uh, yeah, so if you took a smartphone back to, like, you know, medieval times and showed it to them, they'd be like, what, what type of witchcraft is this? And then uh, they'd say, how does it work? And you'd be like, I don't know. I mean, some of you go, well, I could explain exactly how a cell phone works. But I don't know. I'd be like, I don't know, there's a chip in there. And if I hit it, then there's pictures like when the screen pops up and I can see a picture of my wife and my daughter and the time and the date. And then I can play games and stuff on it. <laughs> it's true. That's a good one, Michael. Thank you. Oh, and doobity-dee and doobity-doo. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Well, so, you know, Bob, oh, you know, there's one I got from uh, Julie in um, Temesco Valley, California. I just want to say, Julie... I, I got your email and it is and it's a long email. I'm not going to read it on air because it's, you know, it's personal and such. But what a lovely, lovely letter you've written me. And I thank you so much. Oh, and she does say hi, James and Bob. Oh, Bob, 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 Bob. Oh, yes. Uh, I'll just read a little. It says, uh, thank you for giving your... Fi- well, Bob, you should read it. Yes, I was going to say, why you have me here if I don't read? Because I like your smiley face. Ooh. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah. 
Thank you for giving your fans an outlet to reach out to you. I have enjoyed your work for years, and I'm learning that you have voiced more and more of the characters I know and love. I've been following you on social media for a while. Everybody should follow me on social media. Jat Actor, J-A-T Actor. Yes, oh yes, and felt like I was getting to know you just a bit. I had seen you on stage on Star Wars Celebration Anaheim and loved your character's energy and versatility. Just a month or two before Star Wars Celebration Chicago, I finally started listening to podcasts. One of the first ones I found was Coffee with Kenobi. I loved hearing your voice at the beginning of their show. That's right, I do their intro. You're listening to Coffee with Kenobi. This is the podcast you're looking for. When I found out that you would be on stage, I made sure to attend, and I loved that you and Kat were there. So yeah, so Kat Tabor and I, Catherine Tabor, Padme Amidala, we went and joined uh, uh, Dan Z and all the folks there at Coffee with Kenobi for their podcast on the podcast stage at Celebration. And so Julie was there. That's, that's wonderful. So, uh, so what, what else does she say? Oh, and that's where I learned about your podcast. Oh, yeah, because I talked about it there. And I think they, they were very kind to plug it there. So... I was also staying in the same hotel as you and saw you in the lobby the first night we were there. But I wanted to give you your own space and you looked like you were waiting for someone. Later, you told me on Instagram you were waiting for Kat. I I was. I was waiting for Catherine Tabor, yeah. I did have the opportunity to finally meet you and got your autograph one one of the days. You were very cordial and I gave you some National Kiss a Wookiee Day buttons, which I had made with the help of my daughter and was giving out to the attendees. You touched my heart when you commented on the Snoopy Chewbacca mashup button and how you loved peanuts. Once I got home, I added your podcast to my new short listening list. Well, that's really nice. And then she goes on and gives a very lovely letter of, of, of listening to my show. And then she even says a prayer for me at the end. It's touching, touching letter. Thank you, Julie. And uh, yes, and I have your pin. And thank you so much. And I'm, I'm a huge Peanuts fan. I don't know if I've talked about that, Bob, on the show. Have I talked about that? Well, well, no, no, I don't believe you have. Okay, Bob. Um, so I grew up loving Peanuts. Charlie Brown, Snoopy. I mean... They, you know, we have stuff all over the house. And if you follow me on these, you'll see that when I take pictures at Christmas time and stuff, it's, we have peanuts, nativities, and I, I love peanuts. It, there's something so beautiful, innocent, lovely about the, the peanuts comic strips and the, the drawings. There's nothing better than that, that one of Charlie Brown hugging his dog, hugging Snoopy. That sweet, yeah, I think everybody can kind of picture it in your head if you know it as I say that. There's those ones. It's just, oh, so peanuts really, you know, because again, I did not have a great childhood. Uh, Saw a lot of bad, awful things that I shouldn't have seen and uh, was exposed to a lot of bad, awful things uh, and and all that. It's terrible. But peanuts was one good thing. And um, I'm very grateful that I was uh, given books by peanuts and I was able to check them out at the library and school and stuff. And I just love them all. And I learned a lot of my humor from uh, Peanuts, too, because there's very dry, very cutting, very funny humor in the Charlie Brown, the Peanuts uh, gang. Uh, really funny stuff. Just like uh, Looney Tunes and stuff, too. Bugs Bunny and all all of those things. They just, they really made such an impression on me. So, but anyways, I just wanted to point that one out, Bob. Uh, thank you to Julie for uh, for that lovely, lovely letter. Let's see, what am I going to say? Uh, I just got my script from Fox. Let's see what I'm going to say. A new What Just Happened is coming up next. That's it. That's all I have to say. That's a three-second... Is it a three-second promo? Let's see. Yeah, it is a three-second promo I'll do for Fox here in just a little bit. And then you'll be watching Fox on Sunday night or another night or whatever night that show's on. 
And you'll hear me go, Anu, what just happened is coming up next. And you'll go, James was talking about that on the podcast. Do you all watch the shows on Fox? I don't know. You know if you do or not. The Family Guy and Simpsons and all those. I, here's why I hope you do. Because if you do, then their ratings are good. And if their ratings are good, they'll keep using me to do their promos. But if they're bad, then they'll go, maybe something's wrong. Maybe we need to change the promo voice. Maybe we need to do that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we bring animation domination. Coming back strong here. Um, but uh, there you go. Oops, let me get back to the emails. Um. Oh, I last, was it last episode? Last episode, I was talking about emails and people not deleting their emails and stuff. Listen to this one from Kevin in the United States. Go ahead, Bob. He says, hi, James. I sent you a message the other day about how my mother-in-law has 50,000 unread emails, but she showed me her phone today and it is actually 110,000, 110,000 emails unread. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I thought I would send an update because I was wrong the first time. Also, the fact that you don't like being called Jimmy reminds me of my father-in-law who's named Jimmy and doesn't appreciate it when people call him James. I guess that nickname dislike goes both ways. Thank you again for all that you do. God bless you and your family. Well, thanks, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, look, my, uh, my wife's father, uh, God bless him. He was a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, he passed away many years ago, but uh, he was Jim, but his name was James. He didn't really mind if you called him James, but he went by Jim. I've never gone by Jim or Jimmy. I was Jamie as a kid. Uh, very close. A lot of uh, directors uh, in this business, I let call me Jamie. Um, I let, well, I'll let anybody call me Jamie if they're my close friend. But um, that's it because my, my brother calls me Jamie. My sister doesn't call me Jamie anymore, but my brother calls me Jamie still. And I love that. It's uh, it's yeah, it's 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 very sweet. I love that. Uh, and and my brother's kids then will call me Uncle Jamie, and that's 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 wonderful. I spelled it J A M E Y. Now I, I say it like I spelled it like I had a choice. I was I, I'm sure my mother is the one that chose that, and thank you, mom, um, for uh, choosing it. Uh, I like that spelling J A M E Y. You don't see it that often, but anyways, and I don't know how the name James came about, but uh, there there you go. But I'm James. All right. Um, so what do we got here? Whew, there's a lot of the see. Here's the thing, Bob. A lot of these emails are really long and big and lots of letters. Ooh, and doobity dee and doobity doo. Yes. So that's, so it's like trying to pick out just the, the quick little questions and things and stuff. Ooh, this one's from Rob in the U.S. Good evening, Mr. Taylor. I'm guessing Rob wrote it in the evening then. Oh, yeah, indubitably, yes. I hope this email finds you well. I just wanted to shoot you a quick message regarding the podcast. I am way behind and just listened to episode number five, Jat Talks Creative Powers and some Star Wars. The, episode five was one of my favorite episodes, uh, and I recommend if you've not listened to all of the Jat podcasts, go back and listen to Jat uh, podcast number five. It was really uh, a special one. So, yes. So, I'm sorry, what does Rob say? Oh, yeah, yes. No, he says, I couldn't have listened to this episode at a better time. Things have been pretty stressful on a number of fronts for me lately. Your willingness to open up about yourself and your past to your fans slash listeners in order to help be a beacon of positivity was so refreshing and inspiring. It has helped turn around my thought process and given me food for thought to process on how I can start thinking in a more positive way, even when times get tough. I can't thank you enough for this episode and look forward to catching up with the others. I was bummed that I missed you at 
C2E2 and Star Wars Celebration this year, but I look forward to hopefully meeting you at next year's celebration. I appreciate your talent and your time and hope all is well on your end. God bless, Rob. Well, thank you, Rob. So that's just a nice one there and a nice reminder to people to go ahead and check out uh, other episodes of the show. Oh, yes. All right. What do we got here? This one's from Ken in the United States. All right, what's Ken say? He says, Hi, James. Thanks for letting us see a small part of your life on the show. I've been following your work since I heard you on the Forcecast during the original Clone Wars run. Oh, yeah. I'm also a podcaster with three shows, Geekwatch One, Wookiee Radio, and DC Superpowers Podcast. Geekwatch One, Wookiee Radio, and DC Superpowers Podcast, huh? Oh, yes. And I'm an aspiring actor slash stuntman. It is great to hear tips and encouragement from you on your show. On episode 30, you talked about what you think of Avengers Endgame, and while I do not have the same opinion, I can see where your point of view comes from. See, that's nice. That's what, And that's what we talked about in the last one, is it, you know, right? But also, if you listened to last episode, you know that it was a little, I was, I was tricking you all a little, a little, a little. My question is, have you seen Shazam yet? It is a very different feeling from where many of the other superhero movies are going. I thought it was fun and had a good message about the importance of family. I look forward to hearing your opinion. Ken from Northeast Ohio. All right, Ken. Yes, you know, uh, indeed, many people have asked me if I've seen Shazam yet. I have not. I got to be honest, I'm waiting because I'm going to be flying so many places here soon that I plan on watching it on an airplane soon. (laughs) Uh, but I haven't seen Shazam yet. I want to see Shazam. And many people have told me that, Ken, that it does have a, a really nice kind of family value, a nice lesson and, you know, a good one. I will tell you, I watched Captain Marvel on an airplane recently. I really liked Captain Marvel. I really did. I thought that was a fun one. I, I liked it. Um, maybe I'm just a sucker for 80s and 90s type things. But because uh, I also, ooh, you know, what I just finished watching was Stranger Things. I finished uh, Stranger Things while I was in Atlanta at the uh, Comic-Con. And I watched all the rest of the episodes of, of the season three and I finished it up and, you know, uh, love it. I love all those young actors, very, very talented young actors on, on stranger things. Um, they are just fantastic. And I've met, I've met them all from doing cons with them. They are just super wonderful. Finn and Millie and Gaten and Caleb. I, I just, I just, they are just wonderful actors and here's the thing I love about Stranger Things. It is a absolute slice of my childhood. That time period is what I grew up with and I was their age at that time. And so um, regardless of the aliens, you know, trying to eat everybody's brains and stuff. Uh, and the thing I loved about season three of Stranger Things, I'm off on a tangent, I know, but uh, is that it, they had more fun. It seemed like they just had fun with this one and they made, uh, they had fun with the 80s stuff and that mall and everything it was just oh man how cool was that it was so good so i just really enjoyed it i thought it was a lot of fun i have some friends that are stunt people that were in it that were uh, doing stunts in it and stuff too my buddy rick rick marcus was one of the stunt guys in there at the end when the car gets flipped around and stuff and i mean that doesn't not end end i just mean in some of the last episodes there was a stunt where there's a car being flipped at these guys and you know all that so i don't mean to give anything away like my daughter my daughter comes in and goes everybody keeps telling me i should watch stranger things and she's 14 and we kind of still monitor what she watches and i'm like well yeah okay maybe i'll watch it with you and then and then she goes and drops a spoiler about this season oh everybody told me this about it and i went no because I hadn't finished watching it yet and it ruined it. I was like, ah, oh. well, it ruined a, a portion of it. 
I'm one of those types of people that if you watch the trailer for something and it's got a piece of the end of the movie, I'll, I'll be able to point it out and I'll know, and it ruins it for me. Uh, if somebody says anything about something, I can figure stuff out and I don't like that. So I, I like to know nothing about stuff when I go into it and then I can be surprised and then I can also either really like it or, or not. So there you go. Um, uh, where are we? Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. Yes, you're reading emails. Although, you know what? I'm going to have to stop soon for Fox. They're they're going to start coming in. We should wrap it up. Um, we didn't really read a ton of emails, but I did mention a lot of people's things. I, I Because here's the thing, Bob, is so many emails that I'm getting from so many people are just people writing me really nice personal letters and stuff. And, and those I'm reading, I'm trying to respond to all of them as much as I can, as quick as I can. But um, uh, let's see, Jessica wished me a happy birthday. That was very nice. So did Adela and Laura. And uh, I got some wonderful birthday wishes there from all of them. So thank you. So we'll get, we'll get to more of those uh, on the next show. And people can write me emails. So write me emails. If you have questions that you want that are like fun little questions or something, write me an email. Go to jamesarnoldtaylor.com. Click on the Jat Show link. Uh, choose a topic, the Jat Show podcast. And then uh, write me a question to be read on the podcast. And if you don't want it read on the podcast or whatever, you can always say that or, you know, don't say my, I don't say last names anymore because I'm trying to respect everybody's privacy. But um, you can do that. And Bob here. Oh, hello. Hello. Yes. We'll read it on the show and it'll be exciting for you. Oh, and doobity dee and doobity doo. All right. Well, uh, so I think it's time we uh, close the show. So let's bring in Mr. Announcer. Oh, Mr. Announcer guy. Yes, James. Hey, you know, this episode was sponsored by uh, Alan Arnold's book, The Story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love, and Create. People should go to Amazon.com and get that. Please do. And next episode, I'll talk more about it. I'm giving Alan just some kind of quickie plugs for his book here now. But many of you are saying that you're going and getting Alan's book. Many of you have listened to the audio version. Many of you have have bought the uh, the other the, the paperback and read it and, and are loving it. So thank you for doing that. And, and and since Alan is the sponsor, uh, the story of with a better way to live, love, and create is the sponsor of the Jatcast podcast. Uh, throughout these next few episodes, uh, how about if I close the show? Because I haven't done this in a while, where I close the show in a voice, where I, I read something as a character. How about if I if I close the the show, reading from Alan's book? I just opened randomly, Alan. So if Alan Arnold is listening to this, you can get a kick out of this. But uh, I just opened randomly to page 65, and it is the shift to with. So in the book, the story of with, it is an allegory. And there are these, it's this wonderful story about this character, Mia, and her journey to find truth in her life and meaning in her life and all that. I don't want to give anything away. But um, you can go back and listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast where we talk about it. And we actually, I played segments from the book as well and those uh, the audio version is read by the lovely and talented Catherine Tabor who is like a sister to me and a dear dear friend and I, I love her dearly and she did a wonderful job on this and then I read the parts that are called the shift to with which so after each allegory chapter of the book where uh, this story is unfolding Alan then kind of resets us and, and then poses a question or makes us think about things that went on in that chapter of the book of the allegory part. Does that make sense? Okay, good. So I just turned to the shift to with into the unknown and I thought because there's a little thing from Alice in Wonderland and all that, what if I read this as some of my characters? So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do some random characters here to close the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Uh, but uh, before I do, Mr. Announcer Guy, do that thing you do with the legal mumbo jumbo. You get it, James. 
Talking to Myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2019, all rights reserved. Thank you. All right. So now to close the James Arnold Taylor podcast, I will read from the book, The Story of With, A Better Way to Live, Love, and Create by Alan Arnold in some voices. So here we go. The shift to with into the unknown. In the classic Alice's Adventures in Wonderland, the young girl finds herself before two paths. She asks the Cheshire Cat which way she should go. And then the Cheshire Cat answered, sounding a bit like Christopher Walken. That depends a good deal, you know, on where you want to get to. And then Alice said to him, sounding a lot like Jay Baruchel or Hiccup Haddock from How to Train Your Dragon. Oh, uh, yeah, see, uh, I don't care much where. Then it doesn't matter which way you walk. No, so long as Toothless and I get somewhere, you know. Oh, you're sure to do that if you only walk long enough. Choices are like dominoes. Tip one over, and it sets in motion an entire series of events, and they often fall in the most unexpected ways. One promises help and the return to normal life. The other has no guarantees but holds the hint of something fantastical. Easy and best are rarely on the same path. You don't just want to get somewhere. You already know the meaninglessness of trying that approach. Aiming for what's possible in your own strength sets the bar way too low. Why be limited by your current abilities? Simply achieving what's possible is, well, boring. Congratulations for doing what you already knew you could do, yet we're often more comfortable deciding next steps based on our evaluation of options from a well-reasoned pros and cons list. What if we instead pursued what the world calls impossible? God often draws us into places that lead to the end of our understanding. Every hero's journey, including ours, reaches that moment when we either cling to the known or move into mystery. Both options involve risk and danger. But new pieces of the puzzle are only revealed as we brave the journey and step into the not yet. So those are just some little excerpts from that chapter. Gives you an idea, but it's it's kind of in line with what we've been talking about here on the show today. Journeying into the unknown because the known is our comfort zone and sometimes that don't get us anywhere, right? So your journey into the unknown on this episode was what? Is you're going to stop using should language for a little bit. You're going to notice it first and then stop. And you're going to believe in yourself and you're not going to put yourself down, okay? And you're going to step into some new things and tell yourself you can do it because you can do it because you can. Why? Because James believes in me. James and his wacky Christian religion and all of his God stuff and all of that. And he's weird that way and that's him. But but I like him. He's a nice guy. I'm turning into Gilbert Godfrey. But you know, I think he's all right. I listen to his podcast, even though he's a little crazy about the Jesus thing. He likes to say Jesus a lot, and not in a cursing way. More so in a way where he's praising him. A 
and I let him do his thing because he's, you know, he's all right. He's Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I let him do his thing. So that's what you all say about me. I love y'all. I do. I thank you all. I do. I believe in you all. I do. You can do it this week. Stay positive. Stay positive. Put on some good music, okay? Get yourself enthused. Do something athletic if you can. If you're an athletic person or something, or you get in, go outside. Get outside. Breathe in some fresh air. Enjoy the sunshine. Get a little vitamin D. But put some sunscreen on. You don't want to get the little skin cancers on your nose like I do. And then be careful out there. But believe in yourself. Believe in humanity. Uh, accept that people that you don't like and all that are still human beings and they're not evil they're good there's good in them there's still some good in this world mr frodo i believe it and i believe in all of you and i thank you for listening to the james arnold taylor podcast this week sponsored by alan arnold's the story of with a better way to live love and create go buy it on amazon and we will see you talk to you hear you you'll hear me yeah next time right here on the james arnold taylor podcast Mm, bye-bye. Goodbye. May the false be with you. Oh, uh, bye-bye. Ta-ta. Cheers. And... <gasps> goodbye. <laughs>